Hello, everybody. Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking about staying on schedule with your workouts and staying motivated. Meredith, are you ready to do this? I'm ready. We'll see you guys on the inside. How's it going, everybody? Thank you for joining us on the Senior Fitness with Meredith podcast. And today we have our guest of honor, as usual, Meredith. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Good, good. Now, before we jump into the podcast, I just want to do some house cleaning and just let you know that you can follow this podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, as well as check us out our YouTube channel. We have examples of some great workouts for seniors there. And last but not least, our website, www dot senior fitness with com, and we have everything that we put mm. together content wise housed there for you to check out so please check those things out and uh as promised we are going to be talking about scheduling physical fitness exercises mm. and motivation now i always like to start off with getting your opinion on that first mm. meredith what do you think about that oh my opinion on well we'll take it into two different pieces so scheduling i'll start with that um, it's exactly that. It's very easy if you don't put it in your schedule, on your schedule, that you can easily say, oh, don't have time for it. Um, so that's my opinion for the scheduling part. As far as motivation goes, everyone is so different. Um, it's hard to find motivation if there's you're not seeing results or you're not you're feeling sore after a workout, something like that. So they they become almost one in the same because if it's not on the schedule you don't want to do it it's easy to say i don't mm-hmm. feel well enough to do it so you don't have the motivation yeah and i i think that we all struggle with that uh with scheduling and then being motivated to execute your your mm. physical fitness um but i do believe that it does start with scheduling it yes now mm-hmm. From your standpoint, and you you teach classes, you do many classes throughout the week, you work with your seniors, and you've also done classes with younger generations as Mm. well. Um, Do you, in your opinion, think that it's better for people to join, say, join a class, go sign Mm -hmm. up at a class so it's scheduled for them? Or Mm -hmm. if they're more, you know, is it more of an independent thing where if you write it on your own calendar and you schedule it yourself, what's the best way that would work for people in your Mm -hmm. experience? Again, with everyone being so different, but I, that's what I think is great about group classes is it is scheduled. So if you're not there by the time that it starts, you know, you, you, you don't get in the class. So um, it makes you, it, it holds you accountable to doing it. And so I would say majority of people, that's why they love group classes, having someone tell them what to do. They have to be there at a certain time. They know they're going to be there for that 45-minute to an hour class time. And, you know, then they're good. They go about their day. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think group classes is a great way to do it. If you already have the motivation, though, and you can make time in your schedule to do it on your own, or that's the only way that you can do it, again, working out on your own is is fine if you can motivate yourself to do it. Mm-hmm. And that's tricky to do, motivating yourself, because... Mm-hmm. You really rely on your own, your own uh, uh, desire to right. to stay on track with scheduling workouts. Now, because this is uh, our senior fitness podcast as well, what in your experience do you think works best for seniors when it comes to scheduling 
workouts, whether they either if they live in an assisted living home mm-hmm. or if they or if they don't, if they just live at home. Right. Um, putting it literally putting it on a schedule, mm-hmm. <laughs> having it something that is part of their day. Um, I there's many residents at the independent living uh, facility that I work at, and they um, they are up at five a.m. They're just they're diligent like that. They've been doing that their whole lives, so they're up at five. They go down to the gym at five thirty. They get their workout in and get done. But then there are others who sleep in, so mm-hmm. they like going to that 1 p.m. class, but that's what's on their schedule. Mm. That's what they know has to get done each day. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And then if you're on your own, in your own home, that's where you really, I think you have to dig deeper even more so because you have to go outside of your home if you're going to um, to go to a group class or something like that. But, you know, you can do it if it's on the schedule and you make the time and yeah Mm -hmm. what um let's talk about the enemy of scheduling and getting things Mm. done procrastination (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we've all struggled with that at some point or another (laughs) and it definitely comes into play when you talk about scheduling workouts yes what kind of advice do you have as far as avoiding Mm. procrastination or getting out of a rut of just always Mm -hmm. putting things off and especially you know putting your workouts off if you are a senior or even if you're just someone who, you know, wants to be more physically active, how do you avoid procrastination? Um, that's a tough one. Because <laughs> uh, it's so easy to do. I see it with every, you know, we all do it with everything, but it's the easiest to do with your workouts because that's the last thing you end up putting on your list of things to do when you have to do um, so many things each day, no matter how old you are. I've seen seniors who are in their 90s, and I think they must not have much to do, and they keep their schedules so busy. They do 30 minutes of exercise because that's all they can fit in, and sometimes Mm. they don't even get to that because they're so busy. So Mm. that always amazes me. Um, Again, every age group, we all have stuff we have to do. So I think making it a priority. We Mm. can procrastinate things all day, every day, if it's not really a priority in your life. So making physical fitness, movement, exercise, whatever we choose to call it, making it a priority, knowing that it's going to benefit you tenfold and then again, putting it back on that schedule and making sure it's there every day. Mm -hmm. Making it a priority, I think that's a very important piece to talk about, a very important point Mm -hmm. that kind of separates you from procrastinating and and actually doing the the work mm. of, of working out whatever your workouts are uh, prioritizing your physical fitness your health mm. above wanting to sit on the couch and watch mm-hmm. a movie or right. something like that <laughs> um i know we all struggle with that and mm-hmm. I, I guess it doesn't matter how old you are you are going to struggle with that yes right? exactly um and i think that's when you really have to like i said earlier dig deep but Remember how it feels when you finish, how you feel accomplished. You did something on your to-do list, so to speak, each day. Um, Your body feels better. You feel more awake and alive. And um, even if it makes you super tired, you still, most of the time, I'd say majority of the people, 
feel very accomplished after they get a workout done. Mm-hmm. Not because of that movement they did, but because they did it. They got it done. So, mm-hmm. yeah, remembering that. Do you think that there is an aspect of when you talk about old, older generation doing workouts? And, and, it, and this, I guess this does apply to anybody, but making it fun, making your mm-hmm. workouts fun and interesting does that have an effect on making workouts more of a priority? You know, because you, right. you know, like you think about, wow, I actually do have ask. fun when yeah, I do it. Is yeah. that, do you think that that's an I aspect so. of it? I think so. I think it is. I think, yeah, if you look at it like, oh, I have to get on the treadmill and stay on there for 30 minutes or that's the only way I can do my cardio workout or something like that. Um, yeah, I think it becomes very daunting. Uh, why would I want to do that? So group classes are great in that um, aspect that you, of course, get the social. You get the other people around you. You're going to have fun. You're going to cut up, you know, in some classes. And um, and it's going to be different every time. You don't want to have to do the same mundane workout every single day. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, who looks forward to that? <laughs> yeah. You and get it, tired of that quick. <laughs> right, right. And if it's something that you don't look at as fun, you know it's good for you, right? but if you don't enjoy doing it to some extent, you're just really not going to make it a priority. Yeah, right? yeah. It gets further down on that list. On the list, Even right? Even easier, yeah. Uh, you did mention something, too, that you talk, doing workouts in a group setting. Yes. Working out with other people, mm-hmm. kind of, is that, is that motivating? I think it's very motivating. So, again, the accountability. If you're normally in a class, let's say, and then people don't see you, they're going to ask, why weren't you there? Um, then you have to come clean and say, I just didn't feel like it. I decided to sit on the couch, which mm-hmm. some days that's okay. So remember that. It's great to have off days. It's great to have down days. It's great to listen to your body. But remember, it's easy to stay in that mode once we get out of our schedule, our normal schedule, which is, say, doing exercise every day. You don't do it a day. You don't do it for two. Then easily it becomes a week and then two weeks. And then think about how hard it is to get back into it. So... That little side note. But, um, yeah, I think with group classes, you, you end up having fun with your social people, even if they're not your friends. Um, people that you see there, and you'll see someone maybe working a little bit harder than they did the day before when they were in a class. And you say, hey, maybe I should up my pace, too. So it motivates you to work even harder and, again, makes you want to go to class because you want to see yourself getting stronger and show everyone that you're there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And we had recently filmed, uh, some of one of your sessions at one of your assisted living homes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, while doing that, I did notice that it, it was a group class yeah. and it just seemed more exciting for the, the people mm-hmm. there to be involved with the group. Yeah. Um, so now let's flip it on the other side and go, what about getting a personal trainer? Mm. What about hiring a trainer so you have that one-on-one? Right. Do you think that, in your in your opinion, that that is something that will help you stay on schedule and stay motivated? I think that's the number one reason why anyone ever gets a personal trainer. Because we don't want to have to pay someone to tell us what to do. And a lot of us already know what workouts we need to do, what we should be doing. Um, we can all go online and look up stuff. But people end up getting personal trainers to hold them accountable Mm. (laughs) to make them go at 8 30 a.m to work them out for an hour um yeah so i think that if if you can't get into a group class and you can't find the motivation on your own that's where um 
getting a personal trainer is the most beneficial. Maybe maybe a path for you. Right. Um, I know that personal trainers and stuff like that work for some people. And sometimes they don't Mm -hmm. work for other people depending on just, I guess, what your idea of how how you work, how your body works. Yeah. Um, But I would I could see how getting a good trainer. I Mm -hmm. mean, there's there's a lot of bad ones out there, (laughs) (laughs) but there's amazing ones out there, too. (laughs) So finding the right one can really help with your you staying on schedule and staying motivated. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Um, Mm -hmm. So let's talk a little bit about the motivation side, staying motivated. Um, How what are some ways that we can stay motivated to continue to exercise or at least understand that exercise is good for us. Mm. Uh, you know, what, what are some good ways to just kind of stay motivated? Uh, obviously scheduling is, is part of it, right? But is it, you know, working out with other people? Is it being able to, uh, wear clothes that you couldn't wear six months ago? Right. That could be you it. know, things like right. that. I mean, is there a vanity aspect to it or There's, something like that? Could be. I mean, Again, every generation is going to be a little bit different for reasons sometimes why we do it. Um, feeling like, I'm thinking in the senior uh, area, they feel like they're balanced better. They're, um, they're standing a little bit taller. Um, things like that, I think it, it, that's where their motivation is. Sometimes it is their clothes fit differently because, mm. you know, a lot of times people... In certain situations, they're moving into a, a senior living community and the food is just great and they end up gaining weight because they're eating three times a day when, when they were on their own. They weren't eating the same way. They do gain some weight. They start losing it once they start working out. There's your motivation. You're, you're getting stronger and you're losing weight. And, of course, you want to keep going after that because it's working. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you have seniors that come up to you after your classes and talk to you, share with you about how they feel now and mm-hmm. kind of the wins that they're stacking up because yes. they are exercising? Yes. I say um, many will come, especially after class. They'll come in and they'll be like, oh, we're tired or this hurts or that hurts. And then after class, I say, I always feel so much better when I finish class. Um, their joints feel better some people with arthritis say oh you know my hands don't hurt as bad after class once we get the body moving and you know different things but yeah i would say many people do come up after class and and say that it's helped them um not just one individual class but over a length of time as they've been doing it it's helped them Mm -hmm. yeah because you don't really see results just at one class you have to right you'll have to keep going you might feel better yeah the long term yeah um I, I know that with with exercising, it's one of those things where like you once you really start to see and feel the results, you can move better, mm-hmm. you can just feel better overall. That's kind of motivation unto itself, yes. right? And I'm yes. guessing our seniors are the same, the same way. way. Yeah, once they start exactly. seeing results and feeling better, feeling it, yeah. Once they start feeling better again, if it's um, they're maybe not needing to use an assisted device as much because they feel stronger they're because they are stronger they're more balanced and um that, that's yeah you want to keep doing it because you know that it's like i just said it's working mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anybody that works out that's how it ends you know at the end of the day once you look at yourself you feel stronger you feel better no matter how old you are up to 102 i've had people come to class and they they will say how good they feel afterwards um 
not just again that one class but over the months that they've been doing it because they feel like they are gaining strength in every aspect not just physical sometimes it's a mental thing it's an Mm. emotional thing they may have gone through stuff losing partners losing friends but Mm. staying on track um and that helps them get through all of that so yeah yeah the the mental not just physical but the mental and emotional Mm -hmm. aspect of of having exercise in your life is you know if it's a positive effect on your mental and your (laughs) emotional that really can help you stay motivated as well yes to the point where you know on those days where you just don't feel like doing it Mm -hmm. but you know how you're going to feel afterwards is what's going to pull you through on those days exactly that's it Mm mm-hmm so kind of in summary, what would you suggest, you know, and I, you, you know, if you just kind of summarize what we talked mm-hmm. about, the important parts of scheduling exercises, staying motivated, what, what are the important things to remember? If, if anybody's listening to this and works in the mm-hmm. healthcare industry or just wants to stay fit, wants to stay on mm-hmm. schedule, no matter what age, what's the bullet points they need to remember? Um, I guess just summarizing it all, just say, put it, literally put it on a schedule. If you write it on paper, if you put it in your phone, put it as a part of your day and try and keep it consistent. Because, you know, I do it today at noon, I do it tomorrow at 5 a.m., I do it the next day at 6 p.m. That's all over the place. Um, It's so easy to get off track that way. Try and keep it consistent. Literally have it on a schedule. Um, Partner workout, have a friend. If you're just going to the gym, meet a friend there or um, go to group classes, hold each other accountable. So you have to show up. (laughs) You Mm. can't let the other person down. And then in the end, you'll realize that it's helping you too. Um, Yeah. And then keep consistent with it and realize, you know, start listening to your body and, um, almost respond to how it feels when you finish a workout yes you're really tired yes you might be sore but keep doing it and see how that progresses almost you know keep it keep a journal if you're new to working out even if you're consistently working out now maybe you want to bump the pace up a little bit or something keep a journal that'll keep you motivated as well Um, you'll see what you did before and why it's not working now and put you back on track with your motivation but also remembering that it's okay to have downtime, that the body will get ill every once in a while. That's just what life is like. But go back into it, try and find that motivation, and then get it back on the schedule and slowly get back into it. Don't, don't say, well, because I can't do what I did before I was sick, I'm not even, it's not worth it. Mm. Of course mm-hmm. it is. Build it back up. Um, and it will be much, much easier. It's, I, I see people, people, residents who have surgery and they come back so much quicker hmm. if they were working out prior than the ones who didn't work out at all. And now they're trying to do therapy and then get into exercise. It's very new for the body. So keep it consistent. You have a surgery coming up, keep consistent prior to, um, that's what it comes down to schedule mm-hmm. and consistency mm-hmm. that's some great advice <laughs> really really great way to summarize it and hopefully you folks listening out there can really gain some value from this and um pull 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 bullet points from this podcast and apply it to 
your own lives, whether you're working out or you're teaching classes or you're, you know, working with people. Hopefully that helps. So mm-hmm. uh, just want to say thank you, everybody, for joining us for this podcast. Mm-hmm. Really appreciate it. Uh, make sure you check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, our YouTube channel, where you can actually see Meredith going through some great mm-hmm. working out routines, as well as some other things that we have that we love to post, and the website, SeniorFitnessWithMeredith.com. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Meredith. That thank was a good you. one. Thank you. Yes, it was. Thank you so much, everyone. Hi, this is Suzanne Newman, host of the Answers for Elders podcast and radio show. We are the North Star that guides you through the complicated journey of senior care with trusted experts in money, law, living solutions, and more. So join us on this station, your favorite podcast channel, or just go to AnswersForElders.com. Meet the Wayshowers who will help your journey a lot easier.